we have to have that perfect heart before the Lord. And so I want to talk to you about having a perfect heart before the Lord, because this is what the Bible says about having this heart as we walk before the Lord. Genesis 17, 1. And God's speaking to Abraham here. He says, I am the Almighty God. Walk before me and be thou perfect. Later on, he says to Israel in Deuteronomy 18, 13, Thou shalt be perfect with the Lord thy God. You notice the theme here that God says, I want you to walk perfectly with me. Here's what David said in Psalm 101, verse 2. I will behave myself wisely in a perfect way. I will walk within my house with a perfect heart. All right? Now, Solomon, his son, was not walking with God like David. And it said in 1 Kings chapter 11, his heart was not perfect with the Lord, his God, as was the heart of, his, of David, his father. He went not fully after the Lord, as did, his, as did David, his father. He didn't walk in a perfect way after God. Now, unless you think this is just an Old Testament concept, let me give you some New Testament verses here as well. Jesus said in the Sermon on the Mount, in Matthew chapter 5 and verse 48, Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. Paul wrote in Colossians chapter 1 and verse 28, that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. Then later on in Colossians, Colossians 4.12, Paul adds that ye may stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. Peter writes in 1 Peter 5.10, the God of all grace who hath called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that ye have suffered a while Make you perfect, established, strengthen, and settle you. First Peter five, ten. As you walk through Scripture, and these are just a few. I mean, it was amazing as I began to walk through Scripture. The call for us to be perfect, or to have a perfect heart after God, and it—it's like—is that even possible? You know, can we even attempt to walk with a perfect heart? after God. Can we obtain this perfect heart? And I want to say, yes, we can. And let me tell you what a perfect heart is not. A perfect heart is not a sinless heart. Because we've all sinned. The Bible is super clear about that. So it's not talking here about being perfect in the idea of being sinless. I mean, David is probably the, the, the ultimate example of that. Because the Bible says that David had a perfect heart after the Lord all the days of his life. Yet he was probably one of the most notorious sinners. With, uh, you know, you think of just a few of them. You know, adultery, murder, was not a good husband, was not a good father. And there's just so, you just begin to list out where David was, was, was broken. And yet it said he, he followed the Lord with a perfect heart. So what is this perfect heart? What is God looking for in our lives as we seek revival, as we seek Him in prayer, and we want to follow Him and obey Him? Well, this is what a perfect heart is. Whether it be in the Hebrew or the Greek, the biblical definition for perfect is 
complete or completeness. It's maturity. It's the idea of being totally obedient. John Wesley in Wesleyan Theology teaches about perfection, and his idea of perfection was constant obedience. That I would spend all of my day in constant obedience to Christ. David Wilkerson preached on, on, on having a perfect heart one time, and he says that the, the Lord, the perfect heart reacts to the Lord's wooing, whispering, and warnings. I like that. that was just, those were his three points. The, the, the perfect heart responds to the Lord's wooing, whispering, and warnings. So in essence, what a perfect heart is, is a responsive heart. That my heart responds to God. When he speaks, I listen. However he speaks, I am, I am willing to be obedient. It's like Sam is saying, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Tell me which way to go, God, and that's the way I'm going to go. That's what a perfect heart before the Lord is all about. So I'm going to give you three things here real quickly, some scriptures here, three things about a a perfect heart, and and we're going to pray over these things in, in our life. The first thing a perfect heart is, is a perfect heart is searchable. It's searchable. First Chronicles 28, verse 9. says, The Lord searches all hearts and understands all the intent of the thoughts. So the Lord searches all hearts. David, in Psalm 139, verse 23 and 24, says, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxieties. See if there is any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Search my heart was David's cry. If you want to abide with the Lord, if you want communion with Him, we've got to sometimes let Him come in and cleanse us of our sin. Point out things in our life that need to go. We need to let the Lord in with that searchlight and begin to do His work. Because when the Holy Spirit comes into your life, it's not to condemn you. It's it's not to, to point out everything that's wrong with you. It's to bring you into a deeper relationship with with, with Jesus. That's what the Spirit wants to do. The Spirit wants you to bring you into that deeper relationship. Psalm 24, verses 3 through 5 says, Who may ascend to, into the hill of the Lord, or who may stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted up his soul to an idol, nor sworn deceitfully, he shall receive blessing from the Lord and righteousness from God of his salvation. Need to have that searchable heart. The second thing is we need a, a heart that is trusting. It's the second thing, a heart that is trusting. Well, we could go through a lot of scriptures. So I'll just give you a few about trusting in the Lord. Psalm 22, verses four and five. Our fathers trusted in you. They trusted you, and you delivered them. They cried to you and were delivered. They trusted in you, and were not ashamed. Psalm 11, verse 1 says, In the Lord I put my trust. Psalm 25, verse 2 says, Oh my God, I trust in you. Now, these are just a few. You can just go through the Psalms and look at the trust in the Lord. Can I tell you what the word trust in the Hebrew literally means? I mean, in the Hebrew, everything's a word picture. And the idea of trust, the word literally means to fling someone's self off a precipice. 
just to throw yourself off a precipice. That's, that's what trust means. I think of that as, you know, the, your child when, when they're up high and, and you say jump and they just jump into your arms knowing that you'll, you'll catch them. And that's what trust is, that, that kind of trust with God. It says in, in Psalm 37, 23, the steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord. I can trust God. I can trust him. The Bible says that he's going to work everything together for my good. Even those things that, where I make mistakes or bad things happen to me, if, if I endure, if I abide, if I trust in God, if my heart is ever trusting in the Lord, he will not fail me. I'm just going to jump into his arms. And that's a, a, an element of a perfect heart. Just finally, quickly, the, a perfect heart is a broken heart. A perfect heart is a broken heart. Psalm 34, 18 says, The Lord is near to those who have a broken heart and save such as have a contrite spirit. Psalm 51, verse 17 says, The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit and a broken and contrite heart. These, O oh God, you will not despise. Brokenness should be a part of our heart, but in, in a lot of us, I, I know tonight, have a broken heart for a wide variety of reasons. But a lot of times when we think of a broken heart, we think of something that's crushed. We think of something that is just, you know, it's just, it's broken beyond repair. And, and, and that can happen in our life, but but we need to think of brokenness when we get to that place of brokenness, of crushing, of humility. We need to think of it as a place of utter dependence on God. There's nowhere else to turn. There's nowhere else we can go. There's nothing else we can try or we can do. This is where I just believe in God. And God takes broken hearts and he changes them. He, he says, come to me, come in your utter dependence on me and I'm going to do something new. I think of Nehemiah that, that had the broken heart when he heard of his city of Jerusalem and he began to weep with a broken heart. But that, that, that weeping before God led him to action. And what I, what I love about it is that, that God saw his brokenness and he didn't leave him there. Instead, he gave him hope. He raised him up. They began to rebuild the walls. And God was at work in a powerful way through his brokenness. And God wants to be at work in your life through your brokenness. When God sees that broken heart, He comes in. And so this is what I'd like us to do as we enter into our prayer time tonight. I, I do want to pray for uh, the needs that, that have come in on those cards, but could you do something on those cards first? I'd like you to draw a circle or maybe several circles. But just start with one for right now. Just draw a circle on your card. And... Um, and what I'd like you to, to just write in that circle is, is one of these three things that, that you're going to cry out to God with. In, in just a moment, we're going to sing a song of surrender to the Lord. But, but tonight, with your heart, do you need God to search your heart? Do you feel that disconnect from God? You want that communion. You want to abide with Him. But there's just something there. Does God need to search your heart tonight? So, so Right in, if it's search, just write in search. Or, or if it's trusting, you know what? I'm not trusting God like I should. I'm not putting my hope in Him. I'm not, you know, flinging myself off the precipice. I'm not jumping because I'm scared, because I think my way is better or that I know better. 
not trusting like I should. Maybe you just need to ride in broken. That, that, that again, maybe, maybe you just you have that broken heart or it's there and you just don't want to admit it, but you just want to say, God, I want to go from this broken heart to a heart of God. A heart of seeing you at work in my life. I, I want to, I want to, I want to have that type of relationship with you, God, that you take my brokenness and, and you build something beautiful out of it. And, and so I don't know what you need to write in this circle, or maybe there's more than one, or maybe there's three. I just want you to, I just want you to write in there one of those three things. Maybe you need to be searched tonight as we pray. Maybe you need to jump in and trust God. Uh, or maybe you just need to go to God with your broken heart tonight. Whatever it is, I want you to write it in that circle or, or multiple circles. Maybe inside that circle you even want to write, this is why, God, this is why my heart is broken. God, this is why I don't trust you. I'm, I'm scared. I, I, this, this situation or that situation. God, I need you to search my heart because I'm struggling with this. We're going to pray tonight that God sets you free. So write that down in the circle and now just bow your heads and your hearts with me tonight. We're just going to pray. We're going to sing a song, Surrender. I'm just going to go into an attitude of prayer. You may even want to slip to your knees right now. Maybe you want to come to the altar. Maybe you want to find a place to pray. Whatever it is, I just want you to begin to, to cry out to the Lord. Because for the next several minutes, before we do anything else, we're going to seek the Lord with all of our heart. I want a perfect heart before the Lord. I know you do too. A heart of constant obedience. God calls for it in His Word. He's, he's searching tonight for those that have a heart after Him. wrote something in the circle. God knows what you wrote. Leanne and the team just sing. I want you just to cry out to the Lord right where you're at. Just begin to pray. Just begin to pray through that thing that's in the circle. The searching, the trusting, the brokenness, whatever it is, just begin to pray. Spend some time with the Lord for just a few minutes here.
you are searching for men and women that have a heart after you. God, that's where you want to pour in revival. God, that's where you want to do what you want to do. God, that's where, where your work and your will will be done here on earth as it is in heaven with people that have a heart after you. So, Lord, we want to be those people. So search us, Lord. Search our heart. See if there's any way that, that, that needs to be corrected in our life. Any wrong thought or, or deed or attitude or anything, God, that is holding us back. God, just deliver us from that tonight. Set us free, Lord. Search our heart. Holy Spirit, come that we might abide with you. Lord, give us hearts that trust you. That take that leap of faith. Believe in God that you will catch us, that you are good. God, that your way is better than our way. That your thoughts are higher than our thoughts. God, that you're working everything out for our good. Give us faith, Lord. We put our trust in you. Though armies besiege us, our confidence is in you. For you are greater and you are stronger. Lord, give us broken hearts before you. Break our heart, Lord. With what breaks yours? Lord, bring us to that place of utter dependence on you, the crying out to you, the place of only, the only hope we have is found in you. And Lord, when we're broken and weeping, you begin to, to rebuild and raise us up, God. May you be on display, may you be at work in our lives. We love you, Lord. I'm going to have us sing that song again. Surrendering our heart before the Lord. I'm just going to ask you if you can do this tonight. And, and, um, and we're going to let the Lord kind of lead now for a, a few minutes. But I'm just going to ask you to stand up and just join me around the altar here for a moment. And we're just going to pray. And we're going to sing this song together. This is going to be an act of faith, stepping out of your seat, coming forward and saying, I surrender to the Lord. Would you just do that? Join me up here at the altar. We're just going to cry out to the Lord for a while. We're just going to follow his lead. And, and um, we're just going to wait on him. So let's just worship the Lord together around the altar.